So, like, after you went off on your own, like, how stoked were you on being able to format your template? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I spent a lot of time on that. I'm probably on, like, my third or fourth version of the title block. (laughs) Hey, welcome back. Today on Shaping Logics, we have Colin Lowry. Colin is a former co-worker of ours. Former because around two years ago, he started his own architecture firm called Clad. We were excited to catch up and hear about his early first projects and also get into the specifics of how he operates his business. I think those of us who have similar aspirations will find this to be an insightful episode. There was a point in the conversation where we talked about the importance of networking with people outside the architectural world, which this honestly kind of caught me off guard because it's not something I had really considered in that context. The clients of an architect are, from what I've seen, usually not other architects. Thanks for the listen and hope you enjoy the episode. Yeah, can you start by just telling us a little bit about your background, maybe your education and kind of where you started? Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I grew up in uh, upstate New York uh, near Syracuse. Hmm. And uh, uh, growing up, you know, I was basically a super fan of, you know, Syracuse basketball, football. I always wanted to go there. So um, when I found out that they had, you know, I was also interested in in, uh, going into architecture. So when I found out that they had a really good undergrad program, of course, that was you know, that's what my set my sights on. <clears throat> so yeah, ended and I ended up going there and uh lived there for uh went to school there, lived there for a couple of years afterwards. Uh eventually moved down to New York City. That's where most of my friends had, had moved. And uh started working at a place, uh SLCE Architects, which is uh, one one of the bigger companies in the in the city. They they focused focused on uh multifamily housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, uh, I mean, they, have, they pretty much threw me in the fire there. I mean, I, you know, I sat down there and just gave me a project and they were like, okay, you got to do a set of CDs for this. <laughs> like, okay. It was like 180 units. <laughs> <laughs> so like fresh out of college. Yeah. Have, you, have you had any experience two, two before? Years out of college? Yeah. I mean, you know, I knew how to, <clears throat> how to put together a set of CDs, but it was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and, uh, worked there for about six, six years. Um, how big of a firm was this? Uh, at, at at its biggest, it was about 120. Uh, but then, oh, that's um, huge. yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, we did. You know, I, I was focused mostly on on um, affordable housing, but we also did a lot of like architecture records for other architects. Uh, a lot of the bigger bigger names, architects would come through the office, uh-huh. and okay. like I, I worked on a, a David Ajay project for a little while. That was pretty okay. cool. Um, got to meet him. Uh, he's a really nice guy, and. Uh, um, once the recession hit though, I mean, we got slaughtered. I mean, we went from like 120 down to like maybe 60. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I mean, one of our biggest competitors, they were even bigger and they just, they just folded, <laughs> just wow. ceased to exist pretty much. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I still managed to hold on, uh, because the affordable housing was still that part of the job of, of our work was really busy. Um, but at that point I had, you know, I had, I met my future wife and we were, uh, I don't know. We were getting a little tired of the city, I guess. I mean, I, I, lo- I love New York City. It was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, I think looking to the future, we, we we couldn't really see ourselves being able to afford a place anywhere close, you right. know, unless it was like a closet. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, we started, you know, she had always wanted to come to California. So that is, you know, kind of where that 
uh, conversation started. And mm-hmm. so, we, you know, we flew over here. We kind of visited. Yeah. So when you're like, you know, when you set off to California and you guys uh, looking at a map, like why San Diego? Did you guys like, have out, like, yeah, it was kind of like, areas? basically like we're just going to test. I mean, out I'm pretty sure cities. you were like, oh, San Francisco, like L.A. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, we're like, you know, San Francisco and L.A., you know, it's, it's just like another big city. So it right. wasn't really like the change we were looking for. Mm-hmm. San Diego is, is, you know, it's kind of like a big little city or a little big city. You know, it's, uh, I mean, it's very spread out, but the yeah. downtown area is not very big. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we started. And, you know, we visited and we liked it. So, you yeah, we just man, pulled up, pulled up our stakes and drove across country. So did you guys just pull the trigger? Like, do you have anything lined up? Or you just like, no, just pack up no, and go, no. see what happens? We, we, I mean, we actually postponed the move like a year because things were so bad. We're like, if we move, we're never going to find a job. What year was this? Uh, I think we eventually moved in 2010. Okay. So right yeah. after that recession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we, we waited a year. Um, but we, yeah, we didn't have any jobs lined up. I mean, we started looking about the time that we, we moved. Wow. Uh, you know, it took like two, three weeks. Uh, drive across country, stopped at a couple cities, um, falling water, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Grand Canyon and uh, Monument Valley, places like that. So, never been to anything. Yeah, when we got here, I mean, found an apartment, got a dog, <laughs> and then you know, started looking for jobs. It took us a good six months. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I, I had pretty much sent a, a, a resume to every firm in the city i'm pretty sure <laughs> and then after i ran out i started looking elsewhere i'm like oh coronado so that's that's how i ended up i ended up working for uh christian rice architects in coronado and uh it was at the at that time it was just me and him mm-hmm. um and uh things were starting to pick back up for him so that was, yeah. it was a per- perfect time and uh it was, it was quite the 180 going from uh you know affordable housing which is you know pretty oh, yeah. much no budget for anything <laughs> right. to uh you know some more higher end homes which uh and i i had never i had never drawn a single family home before it was just oh, like wow. that's what i was asking my next question so like going from such a big scale and even yeah. though like i don't know like for me like thinking about something of that magnitude i'm just like how do they get it done like in my head it doesn't make any sense <laughs> i know but then i've talked to buddies who like when they decided to take on a single family home, they struggled through that. I know. So did you feel that as far as like putting it together and the amount of information was still, you know, comparable as far as like just the learning curve to just get the stuff that you needed into the CD? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I the, the funny part was just the detailing. I'm like, I, you know, I didn't really know how to detail a, a framed wood frame building. Everything I had done up to that point was, was steel or concrete or block. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was, yeah, that was definitely a, a big learning curve. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the code stuff obviously is is way simpler, but, um, and I was like, uh, I think after the first project, I'm like, so where's, where's the spec book? Are we going to do a spec book? <laughs> <laughs> so normally I'm looking, you know, project of, you know, that size, we got a spec book. It's like two inches thick. You know? Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it was, it was definitely a interesting learning experience, but. Um, Were you licensed when you started working for No, him? no. I, I had started, uh, I mean, I started the process in New York. So, and then when I, uh, but, uh, yeah, I was a little slow with that. I think I wasn't very ambitious as far as getting my license when I was in New York. After I moved here, I started, started working on the test and things like that. So I was probably licensed, uh, four, 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 uh, four or five years ago. What what made you, uh, become more ambitious about getting licensed? Well, you know, I, you know, I started thinking about, um, yeah, I think maybe somewhere in my head it started creeping in that I might want to be doing projects for myself or mm-hmm. 
getting my own clients at some point. And if, if I was, then I would really need that. Do you feel <laughs> that the scale of, you know, just San Diego in general uh-huh. kind of made something click? Cause I would imagine if I was like working in New York and I would see that sort of projects are coming through, like in yeah. a big city, I would probably think I could never do this on my own, <laughs> but I feel yeah, like maybe yeah, here yeah. in San Diego, you see more people kind of even take initiative, even people who are not even in the industry become, you know, people who are right. doing like single family homes or like duplexes Absolutely. and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess maybe just my age or inexperience in New York. You know, I just wasn't really thinking about those kind of things. I was just trying to trying to work and you know then go out and uh, have fun after work and you know didn't <laughs> <laughs> looking looking to the future wasn't wasn't really in uh, in my head. So. Um, but yeah, I think you know, moving out here, starting—I uh, I don't know. There was something interesting going on in San Diego for sure that I, I didn't didn't quite understand what it was. But like you know, the the downtown area was so new; like all the buildings were. Yeah, right. It's not like other cities of this size are smaller, where it's like you go to downtown and it's like dead. There's nothing going on. It's all just like empty plazas. Uh, you know, it seemed like it was pretty vibrant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and 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 then starting learning more about. Uh, you know, investing in real estate and flipping and things like that. And that started to pique my interest. And I, th- I, th- I think ultimately it was just, you know, I just was looking for something with more, more freedom and um, uh, freedom of to set my own schedule and uh, do things that I wanted to do is, you know, that started to really kind of pique, pique that interest. So, you know, got my license and just started researching all this other, other kind of paths of, of where I could go. So as you were working in your prior in the prior firm, were you kind of like just plotting, kind of uh, setting everything up to <laughs> to to leave, or was it more like oh. I, I need to go on my own? I'm going to do that within a year, or did you actually did it? Did you build up to that? Because uh, I know you were working at your last firm for a little over six years, right? Yeah, yeah. So did that happen? Like a, you know, a year number three, did you start kind of prepping everything or thinking about it, or was it kind of more towards? I guess what was like the tipping point yeah. where you're like this is it? Like I need to go <laughs> on my own. That's a good question. I'm, I'm not really sure where the tipping point was. It was seemed very, very gradual. Uh, like I think there was. Uh, I mean, part of it was just uh, you know I, I wanted more flexibility, but you know my boss was wanted you know wanted me to be at the office, and that's fine. That's you know uh, I'm his employee, so that's I did what I was supposed to. But that wasn't really what I wanted to. I wanted to be you know working from home or wherever I wanted to, and getting, getting out of the office more. Um, so that was part of it was just not being able to, to do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing too, is our, our first kid, um, Quinn, he's, he's five now, but when he was about one and a half, he was, uh, he was diagnosed as, as with autism and so he, he required a lot of extra help. Um, you know, there, you know, my wife was dragging him around to all kinds of therapies, like all day, like every day. And it was just wearing her down. So there was like this huge imbalance that was like causing a lot of strife in our, in our marriage. Um, and so, uh, you know, at a certain point it was just gonna, it wasn't going to work out like that way. So that, that really kind of pushed me like, okay, I really need to like figure out how I'm going to get to that point where I can, I can actually leave. So, you know, basically I need to find a client. (laughs) Right. So, you know, I started telling people like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I wanted to go out on my own, you know, if you know anybody to network with, you know, or set me up and stuff like that. And so that kind of started to lead towards, uh, you know, meeting a, new people that were in the development world and uh, led me to my first client. Uh, it was kind of a funny situation where my, you know, my wife was going to this, <clears throat> one of those, um, 
uh, I think BNI is one of them where it's like they have these like weekly lunch meetings with all different kinds of professionals. Uh-huh. And uh, it was like an, basically a networking group. And she met somebody. She had them come over for dinner. It was like a mortgage broker. So I told him about it. He's like, oh, okay. So he network, he referred me to this uh, real estate agent. And then she referred me to a developer. So it was like this like five-person string <laughs> of like... Wow. And this this developer, we had lunch. And uh, he's kind of a young guy. And he was um, looking for an architect to, to work on some projects. So uh, that didn't happen right, right away. It was like a year later that I finally like signed a contract with them and started working with them. Um, and, and there was a big enough job that, 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 was, that allowed me to finally, uh, you know, um, stop working. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was, uh, well, stop working for somebody else. Yeah. Stop working for somebody else. <laughs> I'm still working. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. If not more, right. <clears throat> uh huh. So were you doing other little projects where you were still, uh, working like on the side? Yeah, a little bit, not, not a lot though. Yeah. Um, I had, I had been doing some little things for for this for this client yeah. uh just some some code compliance stuff that on some other projects that he had already started yeah. um and uh some free, uh pro bono stuff for uh the lady that we got our dog from she she runs a, a rescue and uh, um she moved into like a facility in El Cajon so like I helped her get a, like a CUP there and stuff like cool. that so once once the big uh, project hit, you were like, "This is it." I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it, and I figured, uh, like, I knew it wasn't gonna 100 percent replace my income, but I figured I would have time to, yeah, to to, to keep looking. So yeah. can you like tell us maybe about like the emotional uh, aspect of when you like leave a job where like you know how much money you're getting every two weeks, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, every yeah, month, know. and you have a, your budget set to uh-huh. that amount of money, and you're like, okay, this is it's it's happening. It's I gonna know, be. I know. And like, on top of that, my wife's also a freelancer too. So it's oh. like, <laughs> yeah. So what was going on? Like just you know, um, in the back of your head, like I don't know. You know, I'm I'm probably Can't don't sleep. worry about it as much as I should have. <laughs> I mean, I thought. You know, I thought I just figured things would work out. Yeah. Um, you know, I was probably worried about it for sure, but definitely not as much as I should have. I kind of just put my blinders on, and <laughs> just, just kind of plotted forward, and everything just kind of started working out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that seems it's, pretty it's, scary to me. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you know, and it's 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 hasn't been all smooth for sure. I mean, there's been months where I haven't built anything, and uh, yeah, those are definitely those are scary for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, so how how do you how is it like a little bit different i know like when you work in an office you know like mm-hmm. and you get a project and the main guy might design it and then pass it on to you mm-hmm. and you make it happen like what was the transition like of you kind of like starting from scratch and being responsible for everything um like what's your design process like um <clears throat> yeah well the first couple projects um yeah i mean i was pretty much doing everything but it, it didn't take long for me where I, to realize that, you know, I definitely needed somebody to kind of help me with the drafting part of it. Um, so, I, you know, I had found some freelancers online that was part-time. Yeah. Which was, you know, kind of worked out so-so. I also tried out some some overseas kind of drafting <laughs> services too, which was just a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they barely, I mean, you know, it's just like they, they didn't understand Revit at all. Right. Um, but, um, I mean, as far as my process, it's it's... No, that's a good question. I'm not really sure if I have a, a good process worked out yet. Uh, you know, it's 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 a 
a lot of a lot of trace paper for sure <laughs> you know printing stuff out tracing over it tracing over it again just layering this stuff up until it uh trying to put put the pieces together you know looking at the the brief and what the what the clients want the program you know mm-hmm. um and keeping you know keeping in mind their budget um you know putting all those things together just trying to figure out something that you know i think is going to work for them yeah yeah and then you know meeting with them and uh getting that feedback and so how do you like motivate yourself to just get things done because i mean (laughs) i mean when i do like you know side work off the office even if it's my own and and i know that i'm like the face of the project i still kind of like uh yeah did you do you feel that obviously because now this is your full-time i mean i guess for me it's different because i do have a full-time job and then i go home to work more Um, I'm sure there's a little bit of difference there, but do you feel that you find it hard to sometimes just sit down and, and produce? Um, no, actually, surprisingly not. I mean, I, I thought I would, especially working from home. You think it'd be so easy to distract, just get distracted. And, you know, I mean, that happens, you know, you start doing like laundry in the middle of the day or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I would say it's, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I just, I, I enjoy the the work that I'm doing for the, for the most part, you know, I mean, there are certain parts of it that are, that are harder, you know, you start working on specifications or, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, some plan chat comments where you got to do a lot of code research. It gets a little tedious. Uh, you know, those are a little harder, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think before, before I had left my, my previous em- employer, I, it, it was hard you know, trying to do that extra work, that work outside of hours at night, you know, after the kids go to bed, things like that, 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 that is definitely hard. And then, uh, you know, there, I think at a certain point, like, you, you can't keep doing that. You gotta, you know, take a break or, or, or go full, go full, fully, fully on your own. Full throttle. Yeah. Full <laughs> throttle. What about like you said, you kind of mentioned that you work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you were making the transition, did you have, I guess for lack of a better word, like a business plan of, you know, like the, <laughs> like how you're going right. to, how you were going to invoice, you know, like all these little. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had definitely thought about that. And, um, I actually had contacted a, a lawyer to help me put together a contract. A con- and, yeah. Contracts. Um, that was kind of eye opening because you know, my previous employer had always billed at the end of a phase. Whereas the contract that they wrote for me, it was, they, they were building every month and I, which I was like, I never thought of that, but that's brilliant. Cause you know that then you're getting a paycheck every month mm-hmm. and it's definitely been helpful because if I had to wait till the end of, of certain phases, you'd be waiting, you know, five, six, eight months. And in, in some cases, especially if there's like a discretionary permit, you know, yeah. that's interesting. So like, <clears throat> do you, when you use your contract set up in a way that you kind of anticipate when you're going to be done mm-hmm. and then that you're essentially your fee, what I assume is a fixed fee, right? It gets divided between that time. So if the project right. just continues to go on, then you just no longer getting paid. Correct. Uh, like if you say, let's say for you know for easy math, you you know charge X, right. and you're gonna complete oh. your last payment will be at the twelfth no. month. No, it, it's it's only work completed. Okay. So if there's a if there's like a one more one one month break where I don't work on it for whatever reason, like it's in a review, then I'm not going to bill anything because I didn't do any work. Okay. But if, you know, um, let's, I mean, if it's a big project and maybe, the, maybe the CDs take three or four months, then I'll be able to break that CD fee into four, uh, four months of payments see, based, based on mm-hmm. how much I, I So the different work. phases are kind of broken up in monthly, in, in a monthly installment. Yeah. Percentage. Yeah. And then it's, it's not really set up. It doesn't always, really, all it says in the contract is build monthly based on work completed. And then I just kind of 
uh, just best judgment. By best judgment, yeah. yeah. No, okay. no one's really said anything about huh. it. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that's nice. Have you had any um, like challenges? I guess um, in regards to the logistics of your working space, like for example, um, like meeting clients. Like I mean, I'm oh, assuming yeah. you have a home office, and yeah, definitely. And I don't know if you, they come uh-huh. to like to your house or do you meet them like at a coffee shop? Yeah, or, yeah. Like, I I did have one person come come to my house, and I feel like maybe that was a mistake because it is like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very professional. It's like, oh, here's my dining room table and here's my desk. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I mean, for homeowners, you know, they just want to meet their house anyway, so that's not really an mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've I've met I, there's a co-working space near me, and I've I've rented the the conference room a couple times there. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that was my workaround. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. So, yeah. are you like upfront about it when you meet your clients? Like, oh, I work from home, and like, oh, I have... yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Well, not, now I've been telling them that I work at the co-working space. Nice. Which is which is sort of true. I, I you know, I, I work there from from time to time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there plans of you getting like your own office in the future, or do you want to kind of? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I really, I really like not having an office. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's like I'm, I'm, I've already run out of space. Like I've got a, I've got this little. Um, side table next to to my bed and it's got i've got like 12 sets of drawings sitting on it <laughs> so it's like every time i wake up in the morning i'm like oh shit i gotta take care <laughs> of this. a constant reminder yeah there's things not not getting done <laughs> That's funny. so, so wh- why do you like not having an office because i sometimes i hear people are like yeah. you know you want to separate one from the other i but... don't know i mean I, I enjoy working from home it's yeah. it's comfortable um it's it, you know if I want to take a take a break and I just go sit right. on the couch for whatever. Um, obviously, you know you don't have to spend the money on the office, right. so I don't have to worry exactly. about that overhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So it's yeah it's just it's just, it's just easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I you know I, I actually hired uh, my first employee a couple months ago, so oh, nice. um, he is. He's he's cool. He, he he likes working remotely too. I mean, he is in San Diego, but you know, he works from wherever he wants to work and sets his own schedule. So, um, you know, it's a different kind of different kind of firm, I guess. <laughs> right? How'd you find him? Uh, just through Craigslist. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, architecture school graduate. Or? Um, it's an interesting story. He actually graduated from architecture school in Baghdad. He's from from uh-huh. Iraq. Yeah, and he only moved here like maybe two years ago. Uh, he was freelancing for a company up in LA um, that does high-end homes, and so I mean his portfolio was pretty nice. And, nice, um, yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So as far as like um, like growing your business, like mm-hmm. do you have a plan of like how fast do you want to grow, or do you get kind of just going with the flow? Yeah, I mean originally I wanted to keep it really small, just yeah. just myself and maybe <laughs> some freelancers, yeah. but. Um, you know, I was kind of forced into it to a certain degree just because of, uh, you know, I needed to get a certain amount of work done. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, now I, I think I'm a little more comfortable. Maybe if I had to hire like one or two more people, I could, mm-hmm. I would be okay. But I, I'm not sure if I would want to get bigger than that. I yeah. feel like that's everybody's story. I know. <laughs> I feel like everybody that goes on there's like, yeah, I never really thought that it would get this big. I but I feel like, you know, you get you start getting more work and you just don't want to turn it down. And well, you're, kind of, you're almost like forced to like, yeah. I feel like the, the most successful like firms that grow and are bigger, their story is always like, it just happened organically. You just, mm-hmm. you know, it just happens. And I know, you know, I even like, I don't, did you go to the Kundig, uh lecture? Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. Maybe yeah. you were already gone. I think you might have already been out of the office. But we went. He was saying the same thing. Like 
when he, they set out to do Olsen and Kondek, they weren't. Oh, right. Pl- yeah. I was at that one. Yeah. You yeah. were? Uh-huh. Yeah. He even he said it like, <laughs> yeah, we, no, we didn't plan for this. It just kind of <laughs> happens, you know? Success leads to more success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in terms of planning, it's like it seems like that'll make it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like if if you're just—I mean, if you're just a solo (laughs) practitioner and you have no no backup, I mean, it's it's really just uh, you're kind of holding yourself back to a certain degree because you can only do so you know one project at a time, basically. Right. Uh, Or at least maybe have like two or three, but yeah completely different stages uh-huh. of, of the process and things thing you know things that you should be doing to to help your business kind of go to the wayside you know like the marketing and the uh the other things that are, are important uh yeah that's that's interesting you mentioned marketing like how mm. much are you do you do you invest money in like i know you sp- you spend some money on a lawyer which is pretty smart <laughs> yeah yeah um like do you spend money like on an accountant on like mar- on like marketing and stuff like that because Sometimes we don't put a lot of value in other things. I know. We think we can do everything, but, yeah. you know, we don't. Oh, we especially can't. architects, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that built-in ego. Yeah. yeah. Built-in. <laughs> so are you, are you dropping some money on, like, those things? or? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, I, there's, like, an online company that does my bookkeeping. So I spend basically maybe half an hour a month on, on bookkeeping, which is nice. I mean, I don't I hate that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, marketing no i haven't and yeah and that's 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 i mean other than networking i mean i think so far networking has been you know the most most successful um avenue for finding you know work or referrals mm-hmm. and uh um but you, you got to keep keep that up um uh so the, you know there's a little bit of money and time invested in in that portion but i haven't uh, other outside of that i haven't uh that's that should be the next step as soon as you know i've been working on my website for like two years now <laughs> so, yeah as soon as that's done uh so maybe you know i've been thinking about you know looking into you know online ads or something like that maybe yeah yeah but, yeah, even, so, but even that i don't know like how yeah i've think, always thought like like marketing for architects is it's super it, hard it's it's so hard because i i, I feel like it, it i mean the best marketing is throwing your sign up on an active site yeah, yeah you know and i think that like for architects especially um it's one of those things where you don't just take the you know like the word of an ad like i mean that's like an, it's serious money that people are going to drop so i feel like like most jobs that you get is like through referrals to people who yeah. have worked with you know you and or, and you know so on and so on absolutely it's not like i don't know like a facebook you know like ooh, the next social media app like you know <laughs> works for that stuff but i feel like for us it's it's getting yeah. that sign up on the I, on the I, job site i have i have heard of people that have have had success really yeah I mean, I know House is a good resource now. Like, yeah. when you, but when you when you pay like whatever their elite packages, whatever, where they really put you in the front of searches and things of that nature, because that's different. People are going to that website mm-hmm. for that sole purpose to yeah. find a professional. Yeah, 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 definitely. That it's expensive though, from what I've heard. Yeah, and it, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I've 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 joined some some Facebook groups, which has been really helpful and kind of finding other architects that are in the same situation and mm. you know listening to what they're what they're saying about you know how are they finding jobs and things like that okay. yeah and, and i would say yeah some have had success with instagram and facebook ads really but mm. I, I think there's you know you gotta do, i don't think you can just throw like 10 bucks at it a month or whatever you gotta have <laughs> yeah. you know a really good ad and you know like a nice website to follow up you know it's like a, a whole process of right bringing these people in and making them like you and uh, you don't want to work with right. You don't want to have the sick at like sick Instagram ad, and then you go to the website to so like nineteen ninety yeah. black background <laughs> with know. you know with yellow, some neon some text, some yellow auto cat drawings on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
what type of like networking are you go- are you doing? Because uh, that that's that's been one of the biggest challenges for at least for Hector and I. Mm-hmm. We don't get out and network, and when we do, it's mostly like other architects like <laughs> right. each other off. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. that you already know. You know? Yeah, yeah, people you already know are like just <laughs> pissing circles with other uh-huh. architects. Uh, yeah. It seems like you're doing more of like you know meeting people who are like in different industries, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I focused on. Um, real estate meetups. So, uh, you know, because for, for me, you know, I was interested in, in being an investor as well. And, but also meeting investors because, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully they have projects that I could help them with. So that, that was kind of, you know, my thinking as far as, you know, so uh, yeah, I've been going to a different real estate investor meetups. Um, you know, meeting agents is good too. I think that's something that, um, uh, Christian had, uh, my previous boss had told me and, was you know he went to a lot of uh, caravans and things like that. Just met a lot of right, right. met a lot of real real estate agents because they're on the front line as far yeah. as you know people. You know, right. as soon as somebody buys a house, you're like, oh, they're thinking of adding on, and yeah. you know, you want the real estate agent to be like, oh, I know this great architect. Yeah. So yeah, we forget how valuable real estate agents are. Yeah, like, I know a lot of people are like don't see any value in them, but they're super valuable. Yeah, definitely good good connection to have. Mm-hmm. Too. Do you have like a lot of those that you know? Or? I you know a couple here and there, but probably yeah. I've been, I've been trying to reach out to more lately, but yeah, that's good. Well, you're also I don't think we've mentioned it yet, or you mentioned it, but it's only been like two years, right? That you've on your own. Yeah, maybe two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's how many projects have you <clears throat> done since then? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe twelve to fifteen. Wow. Range. Mm. I mean, a lot of them were just like, you know, like a small, like feasibility study or something okay. like that, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, for a couple thousand bucks here and there, yeah. but, um, Hey man, we forget the value of a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, I know, right? that, yeah. that adds up at the end of the year, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's your biggest one that you've done? Um, <clears throat> biggest one was, it was the, actually the first one was, which is a, a 40 units in La Mesa. Nice. Yeah. That, um, apartment building on a, uh, it was a really difficult site and it, so it required a lot of, and, and, uh, we're going through a rezoning process on it. So it was dealing with a lot of like, uh, you know, mitigation for environmental issues. And, um, I mean, I mean, it's basically a dirt road right now. So was that the one that you showed me at one point where like it abutted to like a residential neighborhood on it, one of the sides or, Oh no, that, that, was, that was the one in national city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, that one was fun too. <laughs> Yeah, this this one actually got through the rezoning. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one you were talking about. Yeah, that got denied. That. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so this one is we're in we're in uh, permits right now, so we're trying to hopefully break ground in a couple months. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you, so? Do you have a, um like a team of like structural engineers and like consultants that you that you typically work with mm-hmm. now? Because I know some people get kind of weird. For example, if you worked in an office and you don't want to use the same oh. consultants that you know, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't have any problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I use yeah. I mean, I've you know that's where I started was using a lot of the same ones that yeah. Um, at least for structural for for MEP, I've, I found some other guys that I've used to, that are pretty good. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the same names. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would assume. I mean, I, I, I think it's okay, but I know some yeah. people are just sure, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I would never try to like you know steal one of his clients or anything like that. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think con- consultants are a free game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I agree. So, like, after you went off on your own, like, how stoked were you on being able to format your template? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> I'm probably on like my third or fourth version of the title <laughs> block. 
feel like there's yeah. something empowering about setting up your template, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like your mark. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's always so funny to me because, like, we try to, like, throw some, like, uh, design hierarchy to something that's so uh, <laughs> practical, <laughs> you know? know? Like, nobody, nobody, <laughs> really, nobody really cares. No. Nobody gives a shit about the template. Yeah. Oh my god! As long as you know, as long as the contractor can understand it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you hire these, for example, these drafters or mm-hmm. or whoever you're working with, um, are you doing like the plan running yourself? Are you like at the seat of time where you like hire runners as well? Um, yeah, mostly I've been doing it myself. Okay. Um, I've looked into to permit runners, but they're, yeah, they're pretty expensive. So yeah. Um, uh, my current employee though he lives downtown so I've been having him kind of do more of it oh uh, cool so uh, hopefully he'll kind of handle that from here on out <laughs> what what when, um what neighborhoods are your like projects in San Diego are they just kind of spread out or yeah pretty spread out I mean I've got La Mesa I've got a couple in National City um, a house in South Park um, uh, Point Loma uh, La Jolla Shores how would your hearing go? You had one on Thursday, Oh, uh, right? yeah. Yeah, we passed. It yeah, was, yeah. Nobody's dead. Nobody no, no one was there. <laughs> I, I, I filled out the form wrong, though. If I had just marked the box that said, here for questions only, they would have put us on the consent agenda. Oh, yeah. I was totally going <laughs> to text you that. Yeah. And then I got, like, sidetracked. <laughs> and I didn't. But I was going to yeah. make sure that you write, you know, questions yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we just sat there through, you know, through, like, all the all the other hearings. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he's, he's like... He was cool about it. He's like, the hearing guy. He's like, oh, I haven't seen your face before, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I've got another one coming up for the, the, the South Park home. that we're, we, we had to go for a variance on that one. It's kind it's of like an odd lot. It's like a neighborhood hearing kind of thing? Um, no, I mean, we've already gone through the community planning group. They, they were cool with the project. Uh, so now it's just the, the hearing officers, which is, you know, it's like the end, yeah. the end game, basically. How was that? How was that process in San? Diego? I only know variance process on, in the Coronado. Uh, uh, it was it was it was just difficult. Not so much because of the variance. Well, yeah, I guess maybe at the first at, before we were going through the variance, we had I don't know. We had just redesigned it a couple of times, trying to. It was, it was kind of like a steeply um, sloped lot, so you know uh, the front yard is the highest point, and then it so slopes like back get, really fast. Yeah. Uh, so trying to figure out the parking. It was difficult, and we had tried a couple different options that we knew kind of weren't allowed. <laughs> but we you know we tried anyway. So finally, they're like, "If you want to do this, you have to go through the through a variance process." And it was already going through ESL for you know environmentally sensitive land. Yeah. So uh, we just tacked that on to the. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like a year long process. So uh, so going into, for example, that's a perfect example of a project where, like, you went into this project, right? Yeah. I mean, did you kind of foresee the complexity of everything that was going to follow? Or or is there a point where you're just like, well, like, I, I need to start charging more um, um, for my services? Or you kind of just, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I had figured in the the the, ES, the, the ESL as, as part of my fee. But it was it was one of my first projects, so I definitely underbid it for sure. Yeah. But you know, I couldn't. At least in that case, I didn't feel like I should charge more just because it was there was already money included for that um, for that portion of the job. I just maybe hadn't spelled it out enough. You know, like I think now when I put it in my in in my proposals, I'm like uh, up to 
like three rounds of meetings or so, or three rounds of psych of uh, Cycle comments. Reviews, yeah. Anything more than three rounds of comments, you know, that I have to charge more for that hmm. to kind of cover cover myself in those cases, you know, where it's um, I should be able to charge more, but I, you know, in right. that case, I didn't. Yeah. What if I had one of the questions that I sent you? Um, do you have habits or best practices to run and grow your business? Like just like your most used app, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I was saying, do I have any best practices? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and now, and now, and you know, now, I'm, now I'm paying for it because it's, you know, it's like I, I could use some more leads, but I don't have anything kind of, uh, coming in at this at right now. So it's, uh, I would say if, if what I should have done is, is worked on the marketing and part portion of it more mm-hmm. to have, you know, that steady stream of, of leads and phone rings phone ringing and stuff like that. So I think in that case, I, you know, I, I could have done a better job. Um, as far as stuff that I do do, I mean, I, I like to use Asana, which is uh, project management, um, software that's on the, on the web. Uh, you know, it's kind of like Trello or oh, know, okay. It's okay. similar to that. <clears throat> um, oh. and, uh, time camp, which just keeps time for me. And then, mm. um, I write, write my invoices through that. So I can kind of track, track what I'm, uh, when I sent them and, um, you know, what's pending, what, what's been paid. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We we always talk about here how like the practice of architecture is a little bit elitist because only people with money can you know <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah hire us. How's your clientele? I, I'm assuming obviously you're kind of like all over the place because I mean you have you work with investors, right? You work you know with developers. You work with I mean obviously people with money in La Jolla, but I would assume like uh, somebody like in South Park would be a more affordable. Like, do you see like do you adjust to those parameters or you kind of like just go by the project? Um, yeah, I mean, to, to a certain degree, but I mean, I, yeah, it's tough because I don't, I don't, I can't really afford to, to go much cheaper. Right. You know, I mean, you know, I, yeah. I do get occasionally get leads from, yeah, maybe neighborhoods that aren't as, as well off and, you know, they want like a ADU or, a or a second floor edition. And, um, like I've had a couple recently in Claremont Mesa, which is, which is not a bad neighborhood, but it's not, you know, people there are not necessarily wealthy and, you know, I try to. Uh, give them that my best price, but uh, yeah, I rarely ever hear back from them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's good. Because- <laughs> One time we had some guy who called us, and then we gave him a price. I think it was like he wanted to do some like maybe twelve hundred square foot home or whatever. Yeah, and because we have like a safety cushion, sometimes we go low, so we're like, eh, like you know, twelve k or whatever. <laughs> and his response was like, for a set of plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people just don't understand, right? Yeah. No, and and it's good that you're doing that because we were just talking about that. Um, like if you're, you know, like a practicing, you're just doing a disservice if you go way too low. You know, I know. Yeah, if you're yeah. a, if you're actually like, well, the licensed. thing is, then you're gonna attract that same clientele. Yeah. So if you, you know, like that person's gonna refer you to his friends because of that low price, and yeah. then you, then you're uh, gonna find yourself in this little like bubble of, you know, like cheap broke yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just it just drags you down because then you can't afford to hire anybody to help you and. You know, you're just stuck doing it for you know, uh, uh, for a low hourly, yeah, hourly rate when you could be you know looking for other jobs or something like that. I think there used to be like a standard for uh, billing, right, in the AA, and then like it got taken away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that, that's good. What about um, well, you kind of 
all kind of the same topic, but have you seen like any trends with the type of clients that you work with? Maybe not so much like who they are, but mm-hmm. like what they expect from you to as far as the service, you know? Uh, no, no, not really. I think they, you know, in general, they want it done faster than they, Fast. <laughs> faster than they, yeah. you know, they, then it really can be done. Um, I think most people expect, you know, some kind of renderings at this point. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me to do Spanish modern, which I still don't quite understand <laughs> what that is. <laughs> <I've been there. laughs> but no, I, I don't know. Other than that, I can't think of any. Spanish modern. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like I must have missed, missed that day in school. I don't remember yeah, that style. Contradicting uh, styles there. <laughs> yeah. Spanish modern. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's like um, on the same vein. It's like what um, are, are these clients? For example, like educated clients, where like they have an expectation of like what an architect does. Or have you found that you have to educate some of your clients as to like what your job is? Because there's a lot of management. Yeah. There's a. I sure. mean, you know, like. Um, and and sometimes like people don't understand what goes you know in the job and and are you breaking this down in your proposals or are you just like making them know like verbally or in your contracts like right. just as far as like the gigantic scope of like, <laughs> yeah. what you're gonna do for them you know uh, yeah yeah I mean I, definitely I think at least so far probably because I'm just starting out you know I don't uh, you know I do get a lot of clients or prospective clients that yeah they've never worked with an architect or, right or right. built a new home or uh, or anything like that uh so yeah it, it is a lot of you know i have to walk them through each each piece of the puzzle and um yeah, i just try to do a very straightforward style and just just let them know okay this is this is what you know this is the first step you know design schematics you know floor plans elevations rendering you know once you're happy with that you know move on to the next and so on and so forth but yeah it's still seems like even after you start you know you have to keep reminding them like okay this is this is the next step or they'll ask me you know so what are what should we be doing or so it's yeah it's definitely like a constant um uh education i guess for them yeah and and, and the proposals to kind of break it down and, yeah yeah are you planning on staying in san diego for yeah i think so yeah you like it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we love it here. Uh, it's it's tough at times because most of my family's on the East Coast. But, yeah. Hmm. Um, it, yeah, we it hasn't really come up in the conversation about moving. So, yeah. <laughs> here to stay, man. Yeah. You can't get away from San Diego. I tried, and then <laughs> it came tough. out. So, do you know, like, a, um, like once you're out and about, you know, like networking and stuff, have you met a lot of other like kind of like solo architects or like kind of like um people in your position um yeah surprisingly not yeah a lot of, yeah. A lot of times i'll go I'll, I'll be the only only one there <laughs> that's crazy yeah. yeah that's kind of promising dude we need yeah. to get out there I know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's, what I'm that's actually a good you're sign yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe i'm looking at the wrong places <laughs> <laughs> i think you're looking at the right places because like we were talking about earlier you know like we always just see people what we know and like the yeah. architecture yeah. community right yeah yeah it's always the same phase big old jerk off circle of architects <laughs> <laughs> or a pissing contest uh, yeah yeah that's funny um i know i went to that last uh pick a kucha or whatever that is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, mm-hmm. at the itol building and it was yeah it was like a who's who of like all the yeah. architects in town <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna go to that but yeah i just 
got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. It's a cool space, though. Yeah. Yeah. How were the presentations? They were okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was it like architects presenting? Uh, or like, yeah, it was, it was mostly architects, I think. Yeah, because last time I, I know Those you Those things went, are hidden, dude. Yeah, because yeah, you went to one. I've and, been to one, and it was just a cluster. It was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you people know, are showing I, like I give them a lot pictures of, of their kids and stuff. <laughs> that I was like, dude, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give them props for getting up there and doing that. That's gonna yeah, be hard. Yeah. But. yeah, for sure. Sweet. We should do one of those. You always <laughs> say we should do something. <laughs> right on. Any more yeah, questions? Any, or? any other questions? Uh, well, I mean, like, what um, what advice would you give? Like, maybe first, like a student who's you know, like in last year of architecture school. And maybe like somebody who's like trying to get out on their own, um, like they've been working for a while and like, right. Um, for the, for the one just out of school uh, or just before getting out of school, uh, learn Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. Learn Reddit. Uh, yeah. Try to work in an office if, if they haven't already, I think. I don't know. <laughs> don't burn your, don't burn yourself out. On You're on your things. own, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every man for themselves. This is architecture. <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised how many. I hear you can take the the ARES now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out, so. That's cool. I yeah. Know, I, can't imagine, I can't imagine myself doing that when yeah. I was in college. No way. Yeah. So far, I think only like what twelve schools got accepted into that that program. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Can you imagine like? graduating and then essentially just pulling your license that's yeah nuts. no that's a different topic like what does that do to or the value of people like like architects have been you know working yeah. for a while yeah yeah you know and i think it i don't know i think it devalues the the but i mean you're still gonna have the you know well, like i guess the stigma of like you're the newbie anyway yeah. you're not gonna go and open your own office like right it away. doesn't matter it's like once you're licensed you're licensed it's like if you're a doctor you're a doctor dude you know <laughs> i don't <laughs> think so i mean you need the experience and you need well, that's like, what i'm saying you do but then now you're gonna have all these people with more licenses you know at a much younger age you know just coming out banging you know like you know but you don't you don't you don't have to be truthful about your experience if it's, it's like are no, you a licensed, are you a licensed <laughs> architect yes am i, I? Yeah. yes well, I, I found i mean i found the the, the test easier just because i had experience yeah, yeah. you know had i had uh, been in the field and uh had you know had to learn the code and right you know especially all the other other things that you're supposed to learn you know mechanical electrical plumbing structural like all those things that you had been coordinating i've been coordinating for you know mm-hmm. 5 6 years or whatever uh, having that knowledge, I think, to help make the test easier. Oh yeah, no, for like, sure. I couldn't imagine learning some of those yeah. things straight out of school without 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 having going actual to the practice, field. Yeah, yeah. Without, yeah, without the practice of right, seeing yeah. it implemented. Mm-hmm. And that's why, even if you do that, like you have to be like a really like confident person, you know, because otherwise it's gonna come up either like a client interviewing you or or a job <laughs> interviewing. Like you're just out of school anyway, so you, mm-hmm. people are gonna say you're no shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like anyway, going back to that question, like uh, advice for like somebody trying to get out. Oh right, of their like sure office and go on their own. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, have some savings for those <laughs> slow months, <laughs> and you know, just start pounding the pavement, just uh, network like crazy, do whatever you need to do to make sure you've got a steady workload. Yeah. Uh, cool for sure. Yeah, well, thanks for right. cruising over. Yeah, to thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for talk. having me. Was, yeah.